I listen. That's just rude. That's just a rude joke. That's distasteful, Cthulhu. Go away. You no. I don't want to talk to you today, Cthulhu. Get out of here. Now I'm gonna have to eat a thundercloud. Got the government got me all riled up. Now Cthulhu's working on my nerves as well. Oh. Hey there, real patriots. Welcome to Campfire. We're gonna start the show here real soon. I gotta eat me one of these thunderclouds real quick. I hope you're doing well. Oh, welcome to the campfire center. I hope you're doing well, sir. I guess we'll pump out an intro, get everybody a little ready here. But don't worry, there'll be a little bit more than the normal intro today. <laughs> We're gonna let everybody kind of filter in before we start the show, but we'll do this intro for now. Channel 2 now concludes this broadcast day. Good night. Hey there, gray area, crazy town. Hope you're doing well. Today's gonna be a hell of a show. Ah, welcome, traveler, to the campfire, an oasis of warm knowledge in a vast forest of lies. I am the Dark Bear, a dark spirit summoned to these woods to guide strong souls through the darkness. Worry not, traveler. The dark fog is pushed from my camp, and the wicked whispers fall silent in the presence of the bear. But a word of caution, traveler. Monsters lurk in the dark woods. Best to stay within the light. Well, we've always said that it's best to stay within the light. Isn't that right, Center? Because you're a little bit safer in the light than you are out there in the darkness, right? What do you th What do you think, Center? You, th you think we should start today's show? We got some big time news today, man. I don't. You th I think right, I, I would, think we should start today's show. I my weekend news this morning, and all I can say is like I'm just I'm disgusted with the news. Over the weekend just, and today, I'm disgusted as well. I just absolutely couldn't. Hey, welcome, full spectrum. I heard that open up back there. Hey, I think we're ready to start the show. Let's let's start. The, listen, today's show is gonna get heavy, and it's gonna happen fast. Ladies and gentlemen, I know it's Monday. To the main event. Center, I don't think I don't think they're ready for this show. Let's get ready to rumble. I don't think they're ready for the news we're getting ready to be bringing to the table, brother. I, we got to pump them up a little bit. 
That way it don't break their mind. You'd never think you'd see this happening in an American. Ever! <laughs> Are we ready to get disgusted? Let's get disgusted. Y'all already there. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So, Sinner sends me a, a news story that's so mind-boggling to me that at first I don't believe that it could potentially be true. And then he says, no, no, it's very true. Sinner, you, you want to you reveal what it is since you found it, sir? I uh, posted on Darkwood. Where is it? Oh yeah, if you're now in op if you're in opposition to COVID measures, or if you think that there was election fraud and that you know Joe Biden's a stupid piece of shit that definitely didn't get a more popular vote than Obama, then you're a terrorist. Oh, look, there's that word again that we said was going to be coming back up. You remember? You remember? So, so right, so that's just one. So right now you're telling me that the Department of Homeland Security issued a public statement that if you think that Biden got elected by fraudulent terms or that you think that Trump could potentially have the, the potential to be reinstated into office, that you, you, you could be a terrorist? Yeah. That's what they're using as their qualifications for it from what Full Spectrum said. They're using it as the 9-11 20th anniversary and you know, the surrounding religious holidays that are in the same time frame. They're basically using it as an excuse to, oh, well, if you, you know, if you don't like this, you don't like our lockdowns and our mandates and everything we want to force on you, well, you're just, you're just a terrorist. Oh, see, that's you know? the second part of their statement right there that you just said, that if you go against the COVID mandates... And you don't believe in the science of the Kofufu mask mandates or the science of the vaccination mandates. Or you maybe, I don't know, you think that forcing somebody to get a vaccination is just, you know, morally an incorrect thing to do. Well, guess what? According to the Department of Homeland Security, you could potentially be a terrorist. That's a scary thought, isn't it, Senator? That's that's where they're, they're taking it now. Now, you'll remember you and I, we talked a lot about that, man, in the past, about how as soon as January 6th happened and they started slapping, oh, all Trump supporters are radicalized and they're, and they're terrorists, we said, oh, we see what's coming. We said that this was coming a while back ago, but I'll tell you what, it just, I don't like being right about stuff like the center. It just makes me, you feel me, man? <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting all fucking riled up. Dude, okay, so they also had the audacity to sneakily put in at the very end of of the the news report. Oh, also if you celebrate religious holidays, you could also be potentially a terrorist. Hmm? Bro, this straight up China communism shit right here. Oh, do you believe in the Constitution? Oh, you, you're a terrorist in your own country. You don't think Biden's, you know, 
The smartest motherfucker that ever walked the planet? Terrorist. Terrorist. You have questions? Terrorist. You want answers? Terrorist. That sounds real communistic to me. <laughs> and this was played on, what's the one with the peacock feathers? I forget. NBC, isn't that the one with the peacock feathers? Everybody oh, likes to watch uh, a lot. Who is, who is it? Because I know, I know. Oh, I know Shut up. NBC News, there it is. Yeah, NBC. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And so, so here's, here's, here's the question. Is at what point do we realize that the game is being set up for us to rip each other apart? We've talked about it for months at this point. That's the whole point of the campfires. We are showing people how they are being manipulated by media, by social influencers, which we're also going to talk about a little bit later in the show. But this takes priority because it's more fucking important. It's more threatening to Lady Liberty. This is a step too far. Everybody asks, well, when do we do something? What do we do? Well, before this step was engaged, it was we bitch a whole bunch. See, now now this step's engaged and they think that they can go this far. This is where we start throwing a fucking fit. We got to get angry about it. Like Maxine Waters says, we got to let them know we mean business. See, it's okay. I say it because Maxine Waters said it just like that. Yeah, but then, then they're like, oh, see, look, they're terrorists. Look, they're organizing in the streets, and they're doing naughty things. They're Let's not obeying the country. Hey there, Mr. A. Welcome to Campfire. You know, but here's the, here's the thing, dude, is, okay, we we were told that this would not be an issue if we just complied, okay, if if we just appeased them, right? That's what they said, all right? They said we... Look, look, we're not going to force anyone to get vaccines. Here we are talking about forcing people to get vaccines. They said, oh, we're, we're not going to make we're not going to make anyone do anything they don't want to do. Here we are talking about making people do things they wanted that they don't have any interest in doing through the means of force, culturally, through through financial force, whatever way they can achieve the goal at this point. And now they're even going so far as to say, if you oppose mask mandates, if you are against them, or if you oppose vaccinations, you're against them, then you could potentially be a terrorist. That's a pretty goddamn far leap. And that's not just some, some reporter saying this. This is a statement released from the Department of Homeland Security, bro. It carries weight. I don't know. They labeled Antifa a terrorist organ, a domestic terrorist organization, a long time ago. And I haven't seen shit on that. But boy, they're picking up people that were there at January six, like they're fucking hundred dollar bills blowing around in the wind, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, a government oh, that can pick and choose people who break the law the to prosecute them. Allow us to put you in jail with no fucking, no reason, no trial, no anything. We're just going to put you in jail. So, I want to really stress that people need to go and look at this. Now, Senator, you said it wasn't very easy to 
to find, if I remember. They, but like they seem to be the only ones that cover this. This is what it. I reads. can't find any other. Like see, I can't find it on CNN, Fox, anybody. Like no one else other than them has it, which is strange, considering it's from the Home Department of Homeland Security. You think it would be everywhere? You would think, but it's almost it's that drip effect that we're talking about. You see how we're reacting to it right now? Okay, so the way we're reacting to it right now is the negative way okay and we're we're coming out we're telling people look at this this is a direct opposition of everything that america stands for this is a fucking problem this is huge government overreach okay so people go and they try to find it on things like cnn or things like fox and because they haven't dripped it over to those networks yet they don't find it and if you if you happen to find it it's a terrifying story, but the odds of you happening to find it are going to be pretty low unless you know exactly what you're looking for. That's why we specified what network covered it. That was the important part. But I want to read exactly what it says for everyone that's at the campfire. Potential terror threats, opposition to COVID measures, claims of election fraud, belief Trump can be reinstated. 9-11 anniversary and religious holidays. See how they just <clears throat> stuck that religious holidays right there on the tail end of that ass? <clears throat> like fuck it. Let's let's go for let's go for a severe government overreach. Let's really reach out there. Right? Uh -huh. You know. Oh, Senator, I'm so mad. I'm going to blow a blood vessel in my eye, bro. You know, it just gets, I'm just sitting on something stupid right now. You're going to shake your head at. We're oh, not please. at that point yet. We're not at that point. Okay. Man, let me tell you, dude. I am so fucking pissed off about this because this should be frontline story of any true American patriot fucking uh, news anything. Period. Culturally, anything that, that says, I'm pro-American. This should be top fucking story. Like, America is under attack. Lady Liberty is being assaulted. She is screaming fire and no one is coming. Well, here, here we are. And we, we got to get involved. I mean, it's just that fucking simple. People need to start really getting fucking mad about this. Because they've already showed us for the last year what just sitting around and bitching about it does. Nothing. They just keep fucking doing it. They don't give a shit. You know, people say I'm a pretty controversial guy. And I'm okay with that because that means I'm getting things done. Every now and then a please and a thank you isn't enough. And when it's not, I'm not afraid to give somebody a little heat. I like to call it motivational speaking. Like I'm about to motivate your ass. 
to do what I just fucking told you to do. So our government right now is is slowly but surely telling us that it's turning against us. Hey there, Jill. Welcome to the camp. I hope you're doing well. Isn't that kind of the kind of the message you're getting from this story right here, Senator? Basically, yeah. They're saying that we don't matter. It's all your vote, your vote doesn't matter. We elected an idiot. It's all your opinions, your opinions don't matter. We'll throw you in jail. Oh, your feelings? Yeah, fuck that too. You're a terrorist. Oh, what oh, you believe in? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> I have the, the audio clip, Real Patriots. I'm trying to keep as little copyright in this show because I got to give it to somebody for them to use it. So I'm going to cut out the copyright I used at the beginning. But I have a little something right here that uh, I think won't break any copyright because it's pretty old and I, I want everyone to listen to this because I think it holds some pretty heavy weight it's only three minutes long so hang around if we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much prospered as no other people on earth it was because here in this land we unleash the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on earth. The price for this freedom at times has been high, but we have never been unwilling to pay that price. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes they just don't know where to look. That's right. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers bearing crosses or stars of David. They add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. Each one of those markers is a monument to the kind of hero I spoke of earlier. Their lives ended in places called Bellow Wood, the Argonne, Omaha Beach, Salerno, and halfway around the world on Guadalcanal, Tarawa, Port Chop Hill, the Chosin Reservoir, and in a hundred rice paddies and jungles of a place called Vietnam. Under one such marker lies a young man, Martin Treptow. You listen to this who story. left his job in a small town barber shop in 1917 to go to France with the famed Rainbow Division. There on the Western Front, he was killed trying to carry a message between battalions under heavy artillery fire. We're told that on his body was found a diary. On the flyleaf, under the heading, My Pledge, he had written these words. America must win this war. Or I will work, I will save, I will sacrifice, I will endure. I will fight cheerfully and do my utmost as if the issue of the whole struggle depended on me alone. That's right. We must realize that no arsenal or no weapon in the arsenals of the world 
is so formidable as the will and moral courage of free men and women. It is a weapon our adversaries in today's world do not have. That's right. It is a weapon that we as Americans do have. Let that be understood by those who practice terrorism and prey upon their neighbors. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. That's right. We are Americans. That's Ronald Reagan. Boy, he's seen it coming. A lot of people did. It's no longer coming. Now it's here, don't you think, Senator? Yeah. We let we let the unpatriotic take over the country. Yeah. That's a good and at way this to point, say it. Like, I know we need action, but at this point, what can we do other than essentially full-blown insurrection and rebellion, like armed rebellion? They have everything. They have control of everything. It's just like when you're playing dominoes, man. Once you push one down and they start falling, they start falling fast. The trick is we just have to make the move to push down that first domino. What, crazy lady? No, you're not banned. I can see you. You're good. Hey, welcome to the show. Oh, she scared me. I thought her account was banned. <laughs> but yeah, that's the whole trick is we have to make that move in order to push that first. We have to demand the first domino fall and that the chain keep falling. These politicians have lost their fucking minds. Everything that we just spoke right there with Homeland Security saying could potentially be a terrorist is in direct opposition of freedom. In direct opposition of what we were talking about. All right. If they want to say that opposition to COVID measures equals terrorist, in my mind, that furthers the point even more that people should question the COVID. Especially since the immediate thing that they, that they follow it up with is claims of election fraud, belief Trump can be reinstated. Potential terror threat, Senator. Because mm -hmm. COVID and that are connected to terrorism, right? Yeah, you don't believe what we say? Terrorist. I'm losing my cool over this, man. Like I'm I'm mad over this. This should this should be something that everyone is talking about all week. Like this will probably reoccurringly come up during the show all week because it is that big of a fucking deal if you celebrate a religious holiday 
in America you could potentially be a terrorist? Yeah, that's, that's true. Like, there's also like they're instituting vaccine cards. You know, hmm. Nazi Germany did something like that, I believe, and then uh, you know killed a few Jews, just a few of them. You know, a lot of them. You know, they they instituted something like that, and look what happened. Oh, but let's happily do it nowadays because Biden and the Democrats told us to. It's for our safety. I'm hot. Let's change subject for a little bit. We'll come back to this. I'm getting mad. Um, so did you see that we pulled out of Kabul in Afghanistan? Did you see that? Yep. I was just about to bring that up. About to get worse. Because yeah. that's what I've been sitting on here is Afghanistan is a shit show. Just in the news I've been able to catch up on over the weekend, nothing has gone right. In the matter of the like the month or so that Biden has been pulling our Trumps out of Afghanistan, the Taliban have taken the entirety of Afghanistan. The president was actually just forced out of Kabul earlier, and they now have the capital as well. While CNN's stupid ass reporters are over there in Afghanistan, they're chanting death to America, but they seem friendly at the same time. Like, how actually dude they took over Obama. everything they took everything in six days bro think about that yeah six days this, this is a conflict like, I'm not that old I'm only I'm only 30 years old and we've been in this we've been in this goddamn conflict for 20 years two-thirds of my fucking life we have been in conflict with the Taliban and trying to drive their asses out but because of our own politicians indecisiveness to be honest and stupidity, We've never been able to drive them out. And now, six days, they retook the entire country. We worked for 20 years to try and free. Six days. Years. And, dude, six days, that is the most impressive military campaign ever. Like, I, I hate to say it, and it's going to be racist. Call me what you want. I think everybody, everything started to fall apart and started heading down this road. Obama. Look, here's 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 everything since he's been in office has just been bullshit. Because he wasn't it like his coups during in this conflict too. All of them failed. All of them fucking sucked. The Democrats tried to stop Trump because Trump was trying to improve things over there and was improving things. And then you know the Congress and the representatives and shit stepped on him because on man ban. Look, and then that fucked it up. And then now that Biden's in office, you know, we just 20 years of work out the window. It seems like Democrats out. don't actually know what they're doing over there. Did you see the video with the with the military jet taking off from the airfield? Okay, so Biden, you'll remember when he started pulling out these troops, he said, and he made the statement. He said, it won't be like in Vietnam when we pulled out. There won't be a helicopter leaving a roof with, with Vietnamese clinging to the side of it. Begging for yeah, freedom. I saw the you remember? I saw the post that. Yep. Okay, Clinging so to the fucking aircraft to get away from these people. Okay, so I watched a video this morning of a military aircraft taking out one of the last, 
And there's thousands of fucking Afghans all around this motherfucker. And some of them are like clinging to the side of the fucking jet, just like the helicopter. And, you know, what you think happened, happened. You know, the jet took off with those people clinging to the side. And then it got so high, oxygen gets low. You pass out. Yeah. Okay, that level mm -hmm. of desperate. Yeah. Like in six days, an organization that literally wants death to everybody that's not part of them, including their own people, took yeah. over what these people had thought was at least a semi-normal life. Nope. Six days. 20 years of fucking work trying to free these people. Sacrificing our lives for something that we solved a long fucking time ago. We killed Osama Bin Laden. We almost drove these motherfuckers to the brink of extinction multiple fucking times. Nope. Biden fucked it all up. Utterly fucked it up. <sighs> fucking disgusting, dude. It's fucking... Listen, it took 20 years to get that side of the world as stabilized as it was. Now, don't get me wrong, it wasn't peachy. It, it's like we say well, it, was better. it was better. It's like we say it takes a long time to build something good because it takes effort. It doesn't take very long to destroy something though, does it? Nope. So at this point, you have to wonder. Are they really doing what they think is best for this country? Are they? Why would they pull out of no. Afghanistan? I think it's because they're prepping for a fucking civil war that they're getting ready to ignite deliberately. I really do. Think about this. Think about this. If they hadn't made such a hard push on, on mandating vaccinations... I imagine there'd probably be a lot more people that would have gotten the vaccine willingly. But when they started shoving it down people's throats and the idea popped up of, oh, well, maybe we'll mandate this. Think of how many people, the moment they said, well, maybe we'll mandate this, said, nope, I'll never get it now. I think I think I think they're trying to especially with things like the first thing we were talking about with stuff like that going on I think they're deliberately trying to incite civil war within our country within our nation They're pulling troops home so that we can uh what would you say uh control the situation some But, I mean, let's just be real. At this point, I don't know if you saw this story or not, but at this point, we have social influencers like the T-1000 with his old buff fucking ass wanting to do... Uh, I did not see 
Oh, you haven't seen that? Okay, well, I'll tell you about it. It was basically... I, 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 saw it. I'm, I saw it. I'm just saying, like, I did not see that coming from Arnold. Like, he's an immigrant. He should know better. And nope, he got rich here. And he got rich here. He's not just an immigrant. He's an immigrant that succeeded. Yeah. <sighs> and he straight up said, screw your freedom. Get the vaccination. Like, no, Arnold, fuck you. Straight up. And everything you stand for, everything you love, fuck you, Arnold. Check that out. And I think that's the fucking, that's going to have to start becoming the attitude that we take with this. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's see. Real Patriots here says, since the start of the U.S. military operations through to April this year, 2,448 American service members have been killed in Afghanistan. According to data from Linda Blimes of Harvard University's Kennedy School and the Brown University Cost of War Project. You know, I was talking to somebody this weekend about these <sighs> mandates, mandates and, and stepping on freedoms and whatnot. And they told me, well, think of the price that is paid if people don't get vaccinated. And I said, no, nah, fuck that, because that's a price that hasn't been paid yet. I said, think of the price that's already been paid for people to have those freedoms to choose. How many lives were sacrificed so that we could have the choice to choose. Mm -hmm. How many loved ones never came back? Because, as Ronald Reagan told the story, they took the burden of ensuring that freedom upon themselves. How many people? How many people sacrificed and saved did things they really didn't want to do, but they knew that it would benefit their children or their children's children. Because that's not, that's not a debt owed. That's a debt paid. Right? The price of freedom is blood. That blood's already been given. Time. There's no other way around it. These people want to fucking bitch and moan and complain and shit. You didn't have to pay. People already paid for you to be an ignorant little piece of shit. Oh, I hate America. I don't like how the freedoms are. Go to fucking Venezuela then. I'm sure they'll accept your blood. Go to China. I'm sure they'll accept it. At this point, it becomes an issue of where do we draw the line? I think the line has been very clearly drawn now. We told them, okay, we'll mask up for 15 days to, to, st to curve the spread. It wouldn't even stop the spread. It was curved the spread. Remember, because in the beginning, we all understood that now that it's out in the world, there's no way we're ever going to fully get rid of it. 
But now we've yeah, lost yeah. track of that completely, haven't we? That was something we all kind of had a common understanding of. It was once the fucking genie like this came out of the bottle, that was it. Jafar was on the rampage. There's no way to ever fully prevent a disease. It's going to spread. That's the nature of a disease. Don't quote me. I don't have a medical degree, but, you know, it's never fucking happened. But you did did sleep at a hotel recently, so, I mean, it's got to count for something, right? You ever seen that? I mean, the closest we ever got was we have wiped diseases off the face of the earth. But how many lives were lost to those diseases for us to do the research, to get the vaccines, to get the cures, to kill that disease? Like smallpox, polio. They're using using this. They're using this as a guise to take your freedoms under under the disguise of for your own good. It's just like tagging people who fucking celebrate religious holidays could potentially be a terrorist threat. Okay, you'll notice they said religious holidays. That's a big, broad fucking spectrum, isn't it? That's pretty, that's pretty much every major holiday in the United States. Easter is a religious holiday. Christmas. Like, thanks, well, not, I wouldn't, eh, Thanksgiving is debatable. Halloween is technically a religious holiday. St. Paddy's Day is a celebration of it's an Irish holiday that was brought over here. Like most major holidays have a root in religion, pagan or otherwise. You see, you see my, but you see my issue here is they said religious holidays. That is a huge, phenomenally large spectrum of of religions. Like, oh, Oh, who's. Let's play devil's advocate. Who's to say that they, tomorrow they don't decide, oh, well, if, if you erect a fucking Christmas tree this year, you could potentially be a terrorist. Better better call your neighbor in. Or, oh, do you, do you like candles to celebrate the winter holidays? Do you like yarmulkes? Oh, potential terrorists. Who's to say? Because all they said was religious holidays, right? Mm-hmm. That's the opposite of what we stand for in America. One hundred, like literally one hundred percent, the opposite of religion, of religious freedom. Like anyone could potentially be a terrorist, right? I mean, especially under such lacks terminologies like oh do you oppose covid measures in any way you don't agree with mask after people has been vaccinated even though you've got a vaccine oh terrorist i really President Kamala Harris is trending on Twitter, and it's Vice President Kamala Harris after knowing that the hashtag Taliban takeover Afghanistan. We did it, Joe. We did it, Joe. Trump, uh, Trump wants Biden to 
to resign in disgrace. For what exactly? I guess President Camilla Harris has a nice ring to it. No, she's just as stupid a cunt as he is. They're both worthless pieces of fucking shit. They're both worthless fucking human beings. I hate Send the Secret Service after me. They are both worthless. She is a disgraced, stupid fucking former attorney, a DA. Nothing in her background makes her a good fucking vice president. She has done literally nothing. She can't even operate a map to go to the right part of the fucking border. We have American heroes. He's a stumbling buffoon. We have American heroes that could do these jobs a thousand times better than Biden or Kamala or even Trump. But because the system has been manipulated and is now just a dog and pony show to give the illusion of choice, people have become relaxed and they've decided there's nothing that be, can be done about it. I disagree with that heavily. Yeah, this should explain it to you right here. President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris avoided appearing on cameras as Cabal, the capital city of Afghanistan, fell to the Taliban on Saturday and Sunday. Instead of doing anything, Biden spent the weekend at Camp David. Yep. Yep. Anything at all. Anything useful. Anything. Nope. Spent his weekend at Camp David. You know... I seen a picture talking about that story where Jill was where his wife was wearing a boot on her foot. Did you see that? Because she got a surgery on her foot. You know, Arnold got a boot on his foot not too long ago, too. I don't know if you know that. But that's a thing. Not normal. I've never really given a shit about the lives of celebrities. I'd like to meet a celebrity. Well, it's just... But your actual impact on my life means about as much to me as the dirt under my boot. Well, it's just odd to me that all these big social people that are in the public eye are are having leg injuries all of a sudden. Like, have you noticed that trend? Have you noticed that trend? Like, that's been a trend, bro. Like, Biden had one there for a little while. Hillary had one there for a little while. Uh, There's numerous fucking celebrities that have had one in the last year. It's, it's very odd is all I'm saying. It's very odd that so many people in the public eye are just all of a sudden like, Oh, look, I broke my fucking ankle. It's just very peculiar. Something to look at, but yet, man, 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 how far have we fallen that Homeland Security has the audacity to say, if you celebrate a religious holiday, you're a terrorist? How far have we fallen that, that if Homeland Security says, if you oppose any form of COVID measures, you are a terrorist? How far have we, are we at that point right now, Senator? Because it sure as fuck seems that way. Why would they be pulling all these troops after 20 years? Think of all the blood that was spent. All the people that died overseas trying to stabilize that part of the world to help those people out. Think of all the blood that was spent, all the money that was spent, all the time, the effort, the tears, the loved ones that weren't there for Christmas, weren't there 
for birthdays. Six fucking days. Six fucking days, Senna? Mm-hmm. After all that spent, why would they pull out so aggressively? I think that the first story and this story have more connection than people realize. Every day we 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 it seems like we claw a little bit closer toward communism, the scary communism where they tell you what you're allowed to worship and what you're allowed to believe in, what you're allowed to say and what you're allowed to think and feel. And if you disagree, well, that's okay because you won't be allowed around for long. Who in the fuck does Department of Homeland Security think they are to say, if you se- if you celebrate religious holidays, you're a potential terrorist. That part right there lit my ass right on fire. I'm not gonna lie with you, Sinner. You you made me mad all weekend. Working on everything I worked on over the weekend was terrible. I, my hands are all tore up because I just started punching the fucking engine at one point. It was rough. So how far, Senator, do you think liberty is going to fall before, before the American patriotic people reach out their hand and grab her and say, We're not, you think she's going to hit the ground? Do you think that they're going to stand there and watch liberty actually fall all the way to the ground before they react? Yes. I oh man, like people people have already let it slip this far because they're lo- so lost in their own fucking delusion. And my feelings matter. What I believe is what I believe, and no one can tell me otherwise. And in that, they've voted stupidly based on their feelings instead of the good of everybody around them, including themselves. People have turned into selfish, ignorant fucking pricks. And look where we are now. I think a shockwave is getting ready to rock our nation in the next few months. Not years. Months. I I keep saying that I I think civil war, we're going to have a civil war here in the States again. And it's just going to keep getting worse. I don't see, like, it's, it's sad to say, like, I like to try to be an optimist. I don't like to be an angry, depressive prick all the time. I like to try and see at least a little bit of light at the end of the fucking tunnel. But at this rate, it's like they've snuffed the light out and locked it in a fucking iron box and buried that sucker on Damn. Look, every time you think they can't, like every time we get on the show and we keep thinking that they can't fuck things up worse than they already are, then a news article comes out and, oh, look, they've doubled down on their stupid. Like, they're just playing blackjack and just constantly double down, double down, double Hit down. Me. Hit me. <laughs> Hit me. And every fucking time it gets worse. But what can we do? You know, we tried to fucking, we tried to rise up. 
you know, January 6th, we tried to voice our opinion. What happened? We're fucking terrorists now because we wanted to say, hey, maybe you guys are full of shit up to your eyeballs. Oh, no, we're fucking terrorists now. I, th- I think in the next few months, we're going to start seeing some real radical shit happen. I think it's, I don't think it's going to slow down. I think it's going to, it's going to just gradually pick up pace more and more. So the question is, is will Lady Liberty hit the ground or will we grab her before she does? And, and you feel center that she, that she'll hit the ground before we, and we'll help her up, man. I mean, history, our, has, history has proven it before. People don't, our reflexes people don't realize that liberties are being taken until they're gone. History proven that one time. It's a lot easier to defend liberties than to try to get them back. It's real hard to get them back once they're taken. Normally, as we've been talking about, there's a blood price to pay once liberties have been taken. It's not something they just give back all willingly. Like, oh, you want, oh, you want the right to know what goes in your body, and you want the right to be able to say yes or no. Well, once you lose that right, it's like, no, we're not giving you that. I guess as the popular saying is nowadays, fight me. And that's, that's kind of the attitude we're going to have to start to adapt, it seems like, because at this point, they're not slowing down. Nobody's coming. We have to be the ones that answer that fucking call. We have to say, oh, you, you want to try to vaccinate me? Fight me. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to debate you at all over this because I already know I have the moral and the intellectual high ground. Fight me, bro. Do you? Yeah, do you? Real Patriots pointed out, I love that. Twitter continues to give the Taliban spokesperson you know, a literal fucking terrorist advocating for the death of everybody that doesn't worship Islam or follow their faith continues to give them a site and a way to get their message out. But, you know, Donald Trump, the former president's fucking banned permanently. His TVs hurt my feelings, but let's keep an actual terrorist that wants to kill everybody on our platform. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely fucking disgusting, isn't it? Why are people... Why... How is this not what people are talking about? Because I've seen a lot of people want to just talk about the Arnold Schwarzenegger news, like him saying, screw your free. Fuck you, Arnold. That was our part of the story. And then we moved on to bigger things because in the in the retrospect of things, Arnold's just a little bitty insignificant call. I mean, my shit is like, if he wants to say screw our freedoms, cool. Go back to Austria. Yeah, pack your shit. Get the fuck out. You built your life over here? Cool. Go back over there now. Hey there, real patriots. Welcome to Campfire, brother. Always good to see you, man. What's up, guys? How y'all guys doing today? Oh man, I'm I'm uh, I got heartburn. I'm all mad and shit right now. How are you doing today, sir? Aggravated and about the same as you may piss off at the news. Can you believe that they would have the audacity to say that if you are in opposition to COVID, COVID mandates, that you could be a terrorist. Can you believe that they would have the audacity in America for Homeland Security to say that to the American people? 
home humbling here don't surprise me because I knew when Trump was back in the office. Hey, he was, he was, I hope you're doing well. He's wanting to disband Homeland Security because he knows there's a bunch of fuck ups. They're a bunch of got. It seems like they're a bunch of fucking anti-American pieces of trash, is what it seems like to me. So let's 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 go ahead and get infinite and good and riled up for um for the day. What do you think? I'll I'll get her riled up. Are you ready, Infinitin? I bet she tries. I bet she calls in after I tell her what today's topic is. So here we go, Infinitin. So today's topic, we're talking about a statement that was put out on NBC News by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, and the statement reads: Potential terror threats, opposition to COVID measures. So if you disagree with any COVID measures, you're potentially a terrorist. Claims of election fraud and belief that Trump can be reinstated. If you believe these things, you're potentially a terrorist. This was the this is the real kicker. You ready? I know you're probably over there calling in right now, but I can't see just yet. Um, this is the last one. 9-11 anniversary and religious holidays. So, you know, if those two things right there uh, oh, yeah, she's calling in right there. I got you. Boom. Of course, we're the enemy. <laughs> of course, we're the enemy. <laughs> that's that's a statement from no the Department of Homeland Security. Can you believe that, Infinitum? Yes, I do. Absolutely. On NBC News. How? I'm I'm mad, Infinite, and I got heartburn. I'm riled up. I'm I'm, I'm my red-blooded patriotic Americans pumping through my heart right now, real fast and heavy. I've been saying for the last three days, where's an assassin when you need one? <laughs> you know, here's the thing: is well, actually, point, for the last eight months, but you know. <laughs> well, you know, here's 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 the real thing to me: is these things okay? So. Potential terrorist threats used to Homeland Security would give us actual potential terrorist threats like, hey, does this guy have this ideology and seems kind of radical and extreme? Does he does he look shifty eyed? Maybe call us and give us a heads up. Right. And that was OK, because, you know, we didn't want anyone getting on our planes and being like, boom, like, oh. right. That was the thought process. But now they've they've actually came out and just blatantly said some real for real China shit saying, oh, well, do you celebrate religious holidays? Because they didn't specify any religious holidays. They just said religious holidays in general. Oh, well, you, you, you're a potential terrorist. Yeah. yeah. We yeah, are in the enemies of their agenda. Because they're enemies of their agenda. Because people with morality is going to be in direct opposition of tyranny, right? Mm-hmm. People with morality, right and wrong. Should you force things on people? Should you not? Things like people that. People with a brain. People with a brain. They're going to be in direct opposition of shit like this. Mm-hmm. I played a little bit of Ronald Reagan earlier. It's about a three-minute clip. I'll play it again here in just a little bit, probably in about five minutes for everybody to enjoy. But to me, 
these things w- were already pre-seen. Our, our forefathers seen this, okay? When we went to war in World War II and we seen what the Nazi German scientists were doing, we came up with the Nuttenberg trials, the Nuttenberg laws or whatever they are. Nuremberg. Okay? Nuremberg, thank you. The Nuremberg laws, all right? Because we, those people back then said, oh, shit, this wasn't covered, and we need to cover it. And all these mandates, all this shit with the Kofufu vaccinations, all of it go in direct opposition of the laws that were established because of how horrific some of the fucking experiments that Nazi Germany scientists did. They said, oh, this is a step too far in the wrong fucking direction. You're treating people like objects instead of like people. The left is a collective Mengele. Yeah, at this point, it is it has become that extreme. And we were warned about this. For generations, we were warned that this mm-hmm. exact thing was coming. Yep. The writing's been on the wall for a long time. Nobody paid attention. That's right. So for the people and now that, it's too late. Oh, it's never too late until the last Patriot screams. But for, for, for the people that missed it earlier... We're going to play this little three-minute clip, and we're going to come back to to more intellectual, in-depth conversation about the problems at hand. What I mean by too late is we might have salvaged a lot more if we'd have caught it earlier. Oh, yeah. I agree with you on that 100%. One, like now, it, we're, yeah. Now we're going to lose a lot be, before it gets will, better. There will be sacrifice in order to big make times better. Yeah. Big time sacrifice. You know something ironic? I actually named this audio clip Reagan. Big time. <laughs> no, no shit. Let's see if I can get this bad boy to play here. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much. Hey, if anybody has a moment during this that they want to touch on just a little bit. Just tell me, and I'll pause the audio. So if you feel passionate, you tell me, hey, and I'll pause the audio for you. Here we go. Prosper as no other people on earth. It was because here in this land, we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on earth. The price for this freedom at times has been high. That's right. But we have never been unwilling to pay that price. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. That's right. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David. They add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. Each one of those markers is a monument to the kind of hero I spoke of earlier. Their lives ended in places called Bella Wood 
the Argonne, Omaha Beach, Salerno, and halfway around the world on Guadalcanal, Tarawa, Porkchop Hill, the Chosin Reservoir, and in a hundred rice paddies and jungles of a place called Vietnam. Under one such marker lies a young man, Martin Treptow. This story. Who left his job in a small town barber shop in 1917. This is just to go one to of France us. With the famed Rainbow Division. Your average Joe. There on the Western Front, he was killed trying to carry a message between battalions under heavy artillery fire. We're told that on his body was found a diary. On the flyleaf, under the heading, My Pledge, he had written these words. America must win this war. Therefore, I will work, I will save, I will sacrifice, I will endure. I will fight cheerfully and do my utmost as if the issue of the whole struggle depended on, on me, alone. me alone. We must realize that no arsenal or no weapon in the arsenals of the world is so formidable as the will and moral courage of free men and women. That's right. It is a weapon our adversaries in today's world do not have. That's right. It is a weapon that we as Americans do have. Let that be understood by those who practice terrorism and prey upon their neighbors. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. You're goddamn right. We are Americans. Boy, Ronald Reagan really put it down right there, didn't he? Yep. They seen a problem on the horizon and instead of sweeping it under the rug, they started talking about it. And nobody listened. Nobody listened. That's right. So, how y'all feel about a civil war? <laughs> how y'all feel about a civil war? Let's roll. I, I'm down. I'm down with. I think it's what's going to take to get our country back. Oh, inevitably, it's too far gone. Me and Senator have a pretty stern saying when it comes to because you know me and Senator were ride or die kind of homies, and uh, we got a pretty stern saying. Listen, if standing up for yourself burns bridges, I have matches, and we ride at dawn. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, the nukes are starting to be fired up in me again. This is a sleeping giant, a beast that has long slumbered. I Something got nothing. People, how many people, I mean, how many people have that thought process when it comes to liberty? I think quite a lot, especially in America. You know, there was a senator that not too long ago stood up to Nancy Pelosi in the House, and he said that 
the forest do not bend to Nancy's will and the mountains do not bow to her. She is not God, even though she is trying to run the house and the country as such. Mm -hmm. And that here in our country, with the patriotic people that we have that love their freedoms, that know what their constitution means and how beautiful of a thing it is. She is deeply outnumbered in America. And I think that patriots are starting to realize they're not outnumbered at all. We are the numbers in America. We are what make the system turn. We are the gears that keep America moving. You think Arnold Schwarzenegger turns any real gears? I guess he's got a bunch of fucking morons that might listen to him. The facts. But I mean, how, how valuable to society is somebody that really is going to take their fucking health advice from Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> You know, there was once an Let old him, saying. Calling. There was once an old saying that said, "If the truth will kill them, then let them die." Yeah, exactly. Yep. Sounds cruel, but boy, I don't it's think a necessity. A, it's a necessity. If the truth will kill them, then let them die. And we have to come back to that thought process. That's where we are in our nation. Because if we don't, we're moving. Listen, we're not getting ready to jump the hill and start sliding down. We have already went over the peak. And we are already in the sled. Momentum is starting to gain. Mm -hmm. We are seeing things enforced upon our country we have never seen in the history of our country. If the government had tried to do this before we engaged in World War II, Civil War, right then, boom. They wouldn't have even fucked around about it. They'd have been like, you dirty communist piece of shit. And what's funny, Biden, Biden thinks he's going to have uh, our military on his side. I got another word. I got things will happen. Well, the, our military, they're from here. They take an oath to defend what we believe is freedom. What we believe is the American thought process, right? Our constitution, foreign and domestic. That's the thought process. So, if they start trying to turn our military against us, there's a lot of people in our military that probably won't do that. Until and they that, start taking their families hostage. Well, they won't even have to do that at this point because they're purging the military as it yep. is right now. Yeah. And, and feminizing them. They are per when they said, oh, we need to go through and find all the Trump supporters in the military. You remember when that was a thing just for a week or two? Yep. 
You think they stopped doing that? You you remember when they said when they said, "Oh, we need to push critical race theory." They know critical race theory is bad. They know that. They're very aware. They're not stupid. They want to see who's compliant. Mm-hmm. Who will appease them? And that's the whole thing. Is who will appease them? You know, they did some appeasement in the beginning of World War Two. Didn't work out that great. Right. Hitler was like, oh, I want this thing. And they're like, you better not. And they took it. And then they're like, well, okay, we'll give you that thing. But you better not do anything else. And then Hitler's like, but I want this thing. Motherfucker, we just gave you a thing. You better not. They're already doing that with the Taliban. I mean, look at Nancy Pelosi, what she said, you know, that, you know, they have to decide where they want to be on the world stage. Blah blah. It's like, you know, just hand them over Czechoslovakia while you're at it. Infinitin, did you see the video this morning? You remember? Now, we talked about this just a little while ago, but I don't think you were in here, so I'll, I'll catch you up on it. Please. Did you see? Did you see the video this morning? Now, you'll remember that when we started pulling out, Biden said, oh, there won't be, it won't be like in Vietnam when we oh, pulled right. out. Oh, right, and it's exactly, exactly, pixel for pixel practically in the photos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, there was a jet that was taking off, a, mil- a military jet, big military jet, uh, turbine engines taking off, people clinging to the side of yeah. it. Our allies over there who'd rather fall from a plane than face death by the Taliban. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at a video, at video footage right now. Taliban shooting at people trying to enter or leave the Cabal airport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as of this morning, I heard three were already dead. Yep. I know a few of them. Knowing how the Taliban operates, it's only like the bodies are just going to start stacking up now that they have... Con- now that they have control of the entire country, any non-believers, they're just going to kill them. Well, the they don't yeah. force. They're a little less elegant about it over there. Same thing that's trying to be done here. They're trying to rule through force. Mm-hmm. Now, that, like I said, <laughs> they're they're a little they're a little less elegant here about it. Or over there about it. You know, over there, they're just like, oh, we'll take you out in the fucking street and cut your goddamn head off in front of God and everybody so that they understand. If you have the same ideology as this individual, your heads are literally going to roll. Power through fear. That's why they're referred to as terrorists. You know, power through fear, that's something that's happening in our country right now. Weird. Mm-hmm. Terrorist. Hmm. Hmm. But look, look who's getting labeled as such. Chris Unplugged says, 
the United Nations speaking, begging us to help. You know what I say? All the countries that don't pay in and do their fair share, they go fight over in Afghanistan. And they do they do the peacekeeping. Chris also says that country will never be able to be fought in a part. They will all be indoctrinated with Taliban ideas very soon. That's why nobody resisted their six-day takeover. No country loyalty there, all tribal. It's opportunistic. Who benefits? Who's in power? Who has the most power? That's who they're going to side with because they don't want their head cut off. A lot of our former allies are turning Taliban just to save their own skins now. The ones that aren't falling off of planes. That side of the world is going to become destabilized very quickly. And because of that, oh, I that's feel going to, so bad for Pakistan right now. Well, because of how fast it's going to destabilize that section of the world, <laughs> that's going to make opportunities <laughs> yep. for other parts of the world to react, <laughs> like China or Russia. Yep. North Korea, Iraq. Real patriot says Joe Biden and his administration and all its associated communist red radical enemies of America have entered into policies that are designed to do nothing less than completely destroy U.S. sovereignty, U.S. power, and establish control of capital to their own ends. In order that may completely erase our founding principles from government in favor of their arbitrary mandates. Edicts and diktats and illegal orders that violate America in every way one can imagine. Mm-hmm. That's very that's very well said, Real Patriots. You can chime in anytime you want to, sir. If 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 you feel passionate, you just speak up. That's how we do it at the campfire. And what I think is most sorry. Go go ahead, go ahead. We all try to give each other the the time to talk. See, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> what 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 I think is is most frightening is that people that were formerly our allies are from this are going to see us as so weak. They're going to go to the other side just to be on you know the side that's going to potentially win as they see it. That's it. Communism starting to get real popular nowadays, isn't it? Totalitarian government structure is starting to get real popular. Go along to get along. Go along to get along. I don't like when somebody grabs me by the hand and tries to lead me somewhere. Nope. Kind of. Yeah, I'm like, don't touch me. I don't know where your dick mittens have been. <laughs> dick mittens. <laughs> Pussy Sorry, paws. Yeah. <laughs> I, I use these to put things in my mouth. Don't be touching them. <laughs> That's how I look at it, you know. But, you know, it seems like a lot of people nowadays, okay, the old thought process, me and Senators discuss this a lot. The old thought pro- process was the world is scary, but it's not a monster I can't tame. 
And that was a thought process for a lot of people. And that's what gave them the ability to get up and go out and face the scary world every morning was I'm not going to, to chase the line. I'm going to set the standard. I want to bear, I want to bear this problem as though I was the only one addressing this problem. Just like the story of that soldier from Ronald Reagan's speech. I will bear the brunt of this burden as though no one else is bearing this burden. Because if we all bear the burden equally to that extent, how fast could we deal with it? I mean, honestly, how fast could we deal with it? I think Americans are an amazing people, especially when they have the ability to come together to do something. When they have the ability. When they have the ability. It's kind of like that worker that you know is a really, really good worker when they choose to be a really good worker. But sometimes they show up late and sometimes they just dig around all day. But when it matters, when it really counts, most of the time, that really good worker, he can, boy, he just fucking makes it happen. And that's why you keep them around, right? Well, it's time for that really good worker side of all of us to come out. <laughs> Unfortunately, they fucked the deadline. I agree. This should have been dealt with two generations ago. Yep. Would have prevented a lot of slaughter. The, the issue of... The ideal of communism and socialism being an acceptable ideology within an American principle should have been snuffed out of our colleges in the 70s when it came in. But it wasn't. You know what it was? It was encouraged. It was ramped up. Yeah. It was ramped up. Put on steroids. I, I had seen a thing on that that actually makes a lot of sense to me is that it's because of these fucking hippie communist dipshits that grew up in the 60s that didn't get to instill communism in their time, so they all became college professors. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of these, like if you haven't noticed from all the footage and stuff we've seen, a lot of these professors that are teaching these kids, whenever there's footage of them, they're not young spring chickens. These are older folks. That they would have been growing up in the 60s and 70s when communism was trying to be pushed. So instead of their generation achieving it, they're just teaching it to each subsequent generation. Those who can't do teach. That's right. Yep. You know, um, Patriots has a saying from Thomas Jefferson here. I'll read. I like it. How little... Do my countrymen know what precious blessings they are in possession of and which no other people on earth enjoy? Mm -hmm. Thomas Jefferson, that was a long, long time ago. He could appreciate the freedoms that they fought for, that people died for, people sacrificed for. And they didn't even have air conditioning back then. 
<laughs> the struggle was real back then. You feel what I'm saying? Like people, oh, the struggle now, the struggle. Like you don't know what you you don't know what the struggle is. You're about you're about to know what the struggle is. Don't worry, you're gonna get experience in it. I think everyone's gonna get a little experience in the struggle. And most of them, even back then, most of the population was willing to go along to get along and appease Great Britain and not ruffle feathers. It was the handful that saw the writing on the wall that had to fight it and took the most chances doing so. That's right. And they and you know what their you know what their attitude was about it with people that were kind of like eh, they said you better get the fuck out of the way or we're gonna treat you as yep. the enemy. Event, yeah. If you stand in front of us, we will we will fucking annihilate you. If you're not with us, you're against us. Now we've played nice for how many years? Sitting here fucking arguing with these motherfuckers and then them just doing whatever they want to anyways. How long have we done this? Oh, well, when we get back in power, we'll just fix everything. Right. Nah, fuck that. I'm over that. One step forward, three steps back. Listen, when I was a young cub many moons ago, I used to like to play with Lincoln Logs and Sinner. He's kind of a bully. He likes to kick Lincoln Logs over. <laughs> well, he kicked my Lincoln Logs over one too many fucking times. I get tired of rebuilding shit. Mm -hmm. He had to squabble. But now, yeah, he leaves Good my analogy. Lincoln Logs alone, and I and I build a very special house just for him to come by and kick into lower atmosphere every day. <laughs> I say this is the one that you break, and he says yes. Listen, just like you have to feed the bear's fear hunger, you got to feed the sinner's hunger for destruction. If you don't, he gets a little temperamental. <laughs> and it's not pretty, trust me. I've seen balance. him pull those ginsu. Yeah, balance. That's it. Balance. I acknowledge his need for destruction. And because of that, we can come to a mutual understanding. I build mutual him his respect. own log He kicks it in the lower orbit. He gets his rocks off. We go out. there's a place for everything and everyone. That's right. You know, used to, I used to think very poorly upon myself. And Sinner told me, he, he, really, he really told me something that kind of changed my, the way I looked at myself. Because I'm, I'm kind of an aggressive type. Like, I don't like to bullshit talk a, a whole bunch, I'm, you know, uh, when it comes to politics. Like, I feel the way I feel, period. The end. You feel what I'm saying? Now, I'm pretty open-minded to things, and I'll consider them. But if they aren't better than what I already know, then exactly. I, won't, I won't adopt them, okay? Now, Sinner, to, Sinner told me, I used to look at myself in a poor light, like I said, and he told me, he said, Dark Bear, people like you are a necessity. Yeah. You, are, you are a necessary evil. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, you're not afraid to call stupid people stupid. Mm -hmm. And some people, that might turn them off, but it is a necessary evil. Because yep. look at what happens when stupid people become powerful. No. 
Somebody needs to poke the sleeping people. I think the poke's coming. Literally. It's going to be knocking on your door any day. Have you gotten your Fauci like out? It. Well, if you haven't gotten your Fauci out, you can't do anything in New York. You're already on it. Same in California. That's coming too, buddy. Yep, I already they already mandated the federal buildings out here, so I can't go to the little corner store because it's uh maybe next. Can't go into it without a fucking mask on. I just got asked at work by my boss if I was willing to wear a mask. I got the job there because, you know, they weren't wearing masks. Because, you know, I won't, I can't. I looked at him, I said, no. He says, well, are you going to get vaccinated? I said, fuck no. I said, are you going to have I'll to quit. let me go? Let me know, <laughs> let me know now. Just fire me now. I, I tell them straight up, like, I'm not going to get the vaccination. I'll tell you what I am willing to do, though. I am willing to quit this job. Yeah. Oh, he knows right that. Now. Yeah, he just walked away. He just didn't even argue it with me. So here's this fella named Doug Little, okay? And um, he's got a, a Twitter. And I want to I wanna just tell you what he said. He says, My position is we must make the lives of the unvaccinated a total misery and just keep escalating the exclusions until we crush the resistance and break their spirit in order to force compliance. And if and so they learn not to resist government mandates. Sounds an awful lot like 1940s Germany. Mm hmm. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, um, I hate no, to tell you. it's playing bad like a fucking broken record right now. But you, you, you remember when we all started going, oh man, Big Brother might not be the best thing to have around. You remember that? Well, congratulations. Everyone that said that, you're, you were right. Big Brother, he's. He's digivolved into a horrible fucking entity. He's known as Big Dick Poppy. And Big Dick Poppy, you know what he likes to do? Fuck anyone who disagrees with him. With his big dick. I'll break out the fucking belt. He's real into submission. Your submission. You feel what I'm saying? Good luck with that. Big Brother got an upgrade. Now he's Big Dick Poppy. You know, we talked to, what was it, like two, three months ago, Senator, when we talked about the secret agency that opened up inside the United States Postal Service that combs through everyone's Facebook and everyone's Instagram, their social media platforms, looking for, uh, what was it, spicy comments that could be controversial and used to blackmail people, essentially. Yep. The post office. You can't... It was already bad enough at delivering your fucking mail that's now spying <laughs> on you. Right. Well, look at all the powers they gave to the IRS. Yeah. You know, and guess what? They were caught. 
and weaponizing them. Yeah, I was just getting ready to say that. The IRS was caught being weaponized as a political uh-huh. fucking tool. Directly. No, I mean literally at- weaponized. They were, remember back a decade ago when that was coming out? I mean, why oh, does the yeah. IRS need weapons? Yeah, I do remember yeah. that. Well, you know, they want you to know that if you don't pay them, you're going to have some real problems. Well, they were complicit with Obamacare, too. They were weaponized uh, tools for Obamacare. Yeah. What did you say, Senator? I said they, they need guns to come take the tax money. How else are they going to get it from you? Could you imagine what would happen if everyone just decided, you know what? I've had enough of what these motherfuckers are doing. I don't want any of my goddamn money going to harvesting baby organs. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I'm just not stop pay paying taxes. taxes. How crazy do you think that? How fast do you think that they would start shitting bricks of lead? Well, that's what, that's what they needed the guns for, right there. They'll just show up at but your house. But everybody's so afraid of losing their houses and losing their cars and losing all their shit that they're too afraid to fucking, you know, fight the only way we have to fight. The only way we have to fight is power in numbers. That's it. And with money. If they don't have our fucking money, that's the way we show them who's in power. But everybody's so fucking greedy and won't learn to live within their means and they're afraid to lose their shit. Well, I think people are starting to wake up now that their shit's being threatened, kind of like with that. Yeah, they're going to lose it anyway. Yeah, they're going to lose it anyways, exactly, because now things are happening like defund the police and like that politician that got caught screaming about defunding the police but hiring her own private security. When she got called out on that, she simply responded, well, my life's important. I'm doing the important work. And then people realize, oh, shit, they want this to be everywhere. Where they're protected and no one else is. Because in that world, they never lose power. They can just pass power down generationally. Who? Who's going to stop them? There's no police. Everything's in chaos. People are so fucking worried about what's going on. They're only worried about themselves. They're not worried about their great-grandchildren right now because they're just trying to survive. They're just trying to get their trip down to the beach. Well, they're, you know, they're only concerned with the next Nicki Minaj video. Or whoever. I fucking I I don't listen to any mainstream music. I'm really Never modern modern music in general I don't listen to, but Center has turned me on to here and there people. There's this guy. Have you ever heard of Tom McDonald Infinity? Ah, I just yeah. Just heard about that rap this I morning. love that guy, yeah. man. I love that guy. And he just dropped a, a brand new music video called Brainwashed. Uh so good. Doc G earlier was comparing the reaction between white metrosexual liberals and the black community to that video. And it's amazing. 
the black people are catching on. Everyone is. Everyone's starting not, to wake up. Not the white metrosexual liberals, <laughs> in a way. Well, well, I mean, the brain dead. They hate you him. have communities come out, like, especially like when, think about like the election when Trump got elected. He had the record number of what? Mexicans voted for him, but yet Democrats said the Mexicans hated him. He had the record number of black vote, yet all oh, the blacks don't like Trump. But yet somehow he managed to pull majority for both of those categories. Mm-hmm. You know what cracks me up? Is these propaganda tells you. Is people don't realize what's happening at the border, okay? Everybody's screaming about what's going on at the border. Oh, the border's busted. They don't re- and there's some people there going, Oh, the Democrats, they're just getting a voting base for the next few generations. Which is kind of true. But what they're really wanting is they're wanting a bunch of people that come in that don't that know what real poverty and suffering is like. Okay, they want them to come in, and then they want to get them hooked on the government teeth. Uh-huh. Because it's better than where they came from. And that way, they will fight for them, because they are in a way better place on a government teeth. No, that was one thing I wanted to bring up, because I haven't seen it brought up very much, is they just did a census not long ago, and for the first time since the 70s, because of all the people that have now flooded into the country and all the shit that's been happening. White people are now a minority. Yep. And I don't Frightening. Know if heard it. Like I've heard it over the last like 10 years or so of there have been multiple organizations, especially the Democrats and shit that have basically said that they're going to try and general generationally phase out white people because, mm-hmm. you know, white mm-hmm. people are just the Nazis of race. Apparently, like we're just not—we don't get to live. Nazi bastards. Will create. So, for the first time since the seventies, our population is actually down. Oh, Twenty years ago, they—they they, they were studying the potential demographics. The writing was on the wall. Nobody hey, listened. We. We made our move a long time ago to get rid of the white man, okay? We gave you bastards tobacco. And then yeah. you fucked us. And we us. gave you smallpox. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> then you fucked us. <laughs> then you introduced us to germ warfare. We said, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, These motherfuckers, I, I they know how to play ball. bio warfare. But we've come farther than that. Did you know? Did you know this interesting fact? Just a little interesting fact. A lot of people think that bioengineering warfare is new. Oh no! When in, when in fact, like it's even older than when um, the. It's the, been practiced the ever since humans were on the planet. Oh yeah, like back in medieval times when they would come up and they would have gone into a castle. And they were trying to, they were laying siege to the castle. Instead of, um, you know, bombarding the castle over and over and over again with soldiers until the bodies just piled up, wise generals would take the dead from previous days' battle and load them into catapults and launch them into the city. The dead bodies. Because of all the disease and shit that would spread within the city from those dead yep. bodies being in there. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Nothing new under the sun. But when you don't learn history, that's what happens. That's right. We teach history so we don't repeat it. And that's why they're starting to try to alter history. Because if they can alter history, then we can repeat it. And you know who benefits from the old history? Everyone at top. Unless we go to, like, the really old school history, like, of America, where, like, the people had the power. And then, you know, that if, if we go back to that, I'm two thumbs way up. But I'm fearful that we're going to regress even further back than that. Like, I'm, I'm talking, like, biblical times. Like, I'm just saying, when an entire crowd has an active shooter in it, and the whole crowd is like, oh shit, stone this motherfucker to death, that is biblical justice. There was no trial, the guy didn't get arrested, you feel what I'm saying? The whole crowd seen what happened, and they just said, oh, we'll deal with this right now. Yep. And that's scary, because sometimes the crowd can be wrong. I'm not saying that they were wrong or right in that particular circumstance, but what I'm saying is, is the crowd's not always going to be right. And that's why we have the steps and the procedures and the checks and balances within our system, is to keep everyone true. You know, it's kind of like the old saying, a lock just keeps an honest man honest. If somebody wants something bad enough, they'll find a way to get it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, Pentagon to relocate up to 30,000 Afghan refugees worked for the American government into the U.S., specifically into U.S. military bases. You know, like, Europe and the, the refugee surge over there in Europe and how fucked, you know, England and Germany and every other country, you know, there. I, I seem to remember there was a rash of terrorist attacks, stabbing. They're bringing in a lot of immigrants, aren't they? Grooming gangs, you know, there's, there was a rash of that, I think, that broke out across Europe after a certain... And here's the thing, is when these immigrants get here, there are systems in place that we pay for that that are going to benefit all these immigrants that skip the line. But honestly, be- we owe that to our Afghan allies. Well, yeah, yeah, but my point is my point is is when they get here, they're going to be put on the government tit. When they're put on the government tit, when somebody says, "Oh, well, this person that put you on the government tit is actually 100% anti-American. They're not going to believe that, no matter how much evidence they're given. You don't bite the hand that feeds, right? <laughs> and look at how many immigrants they've brought in from the border alone. Yeah, those are the ones we have to be afraid of. Think of all the ones that they brought in from the border alone that they're now put on the government teat. Now, like like Center was just saying, now they're bringing them over from Afghan. Okay, and even though these people are allies to America, do not get me wrong. What I'm saying is, is when they get to America, okay, they're going to be put in a political position where they are said, you need to choose left or right. 
True. And, but and because, you got to give them credit. For, I mean, if they were smart enough to be our allies over there, I would like to think they're going to see through the bullshit when they get here. I agree. I agree. But think and about this. They're coming from a completely different culture. And not just that, but but the left is the side that promotes, oh, well, when people get here, we need to just give them tons and tons and tons of money so that we can guarantee a successful outcome irregardless. Okay, so they're going to be much more inclined to immediately lean left because most of them are going to be benefiting financially from the left's incentives. Because the right scream, send them back. You see what I'm saying? The White House remarks on historic collapse of Afghanistan at 3.45 Eastern time. I would love to know his stupid fucking I would love to make shit. Wasn't one of his first acts when he was in office, besides undoing everything Trump did with really bomb Syria the second he got into office? Man, he, dude, he's bombed Syria. All he's done in office is stir the pot of shit. That's all he's done. He probably, he probably bombed Syria. Like, he got into office, bombed Syria, and he's like, oh, yeah, I haven't done that in a while. I haven't done that in a while. Oh, my God. Obama wouldn't let me touch the drone. Oh, my God. That was off the rails. So, so... We're coming up to, to 20 minutes till the show ends. I want to really stress this NBC News article. People need to talk about this. This statement released by the Homeland Security saying that, that people that oppose COVID mandates are potentially terrorists. Things yeah, like. Yeah, I'm a terrorist. Things like if you think if you question the election being a free and fair election, or you think that Donald Trump could potentially be reinstated, you're a terrorist. Or if you celebrate religious holidays, you're a terrorist. That needs to be talked about with passion, because that is the difference between communism and freedom. I'm going to talk about it all week long. This Don't get me wrong. We're going to talk about other topics that are relevant as well. But this is, a, this is one of the biggest stories that has ever come out in our history of America. This, this should basically be, this should, the name of this episode should just basically be Homeland Security Turns on the American People. Yep. Runs red with communism. Homeland Security, now communist piece of shit department. They won't do it, but it should be done. This is the time that people start getting not happy. The river runs dry soon. There's a reason that Walmart started selling emergency food supplies. Some people see the writing on the wall. Some people don't. Some people think that utopia is just around the corner. No. Me. 
I guess for those people that think utopia is right around the corner, I guess the more proper way to say it to them would be nine. Nine, 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 nine. They might be more familiar with that. I'm just judging off of their actions. I agree, Real Patriots. Real Patriots says, Mainstream media is one of the biggest problems in America. We need people in office to take them down. But see, that's yes. the problem, is, is people in office, it's in their benefit not to take them down, right. to, but to control them. They're tools. Or, you know, they, they have family in media, you know, is that too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like that's definitely not a fucking conflict of interest right there. Cuomo? Yeah, Cuomo and his brother. You know, I really like how Infinitin said it their tools because I'm a mechanic and so as a mechanic I deeply I have a deep appreciation for tools okay like I really tell people the old saying listen if you take care of your tools your tools will take care of you until they're no longer needed and then they're tossed ah, and then they're tossed exactly the brown exactly. shirts and see, here's Here's the thing is right now, man, I'll tell you the way that here's how it goes. We have just a few mainstream medias in America, right? We have CNN that that used to be the top of the tool. mainstream tool. Then we have Fox. All right. Tool. tool. Then we have MSNBC. All right. Tool. All right. Yep. And then. Uh, some people, very few, but some people here in America watch the BBC, which is tool. also a tool. But, uh, you know, they have some pretty good documentaries I do enjoy. But, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, shows. Yeah. yeah, shows. But um, a tool nonetheless. But here's, here's what I don't understand about people, okay? A lot of people are obviously waking up because CNN has lost 60% of their viewership. Okay, but now you can really see the government starting to lean on Fox and people like Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity with things like that. You know, uh, Tucker Carlson finding out the NSA was spying on him. He didn't find that out by accident. That's them leaning on him. Like, look, we know everything about you. You want us to send the, the dick pics you send to your wife to everybody because we have the power. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Okay, it wasn't an accident that Tucker Carlson found out that the NSA was spying on him. That wasn't a mistake. It's the fucking NSA. If they don't want you to know, people die. Yep. Okay, so they so they very deliberately made it to where Tucker Carlson found out that they were spying on him. And that they're willing to go the extra mile to discredit and to attack him and his character. These are strategic moves. They're not done by accident. It's not, oops, I didn't know. They're strategic no. moves. Mm -hmm. 
just like Arnold saying, screw your freedom. Strategic moves. Just like the Department of Homeland Security releasing this terror level threat of of if you go against Kofufu, terrorist. I mean, they hack. Another the thing about it, Democrats have been trying to do it for a long time now. If you're patriotic, or if you believe in your country, if you love your country, terrorists. Yeah. They've been saying that shit for years now, and now they have. Now that they have more control over the government and now control of the homeland security, boom. Now it's a reality. If you believe in your country and you're patriotic, you're a fucking terrorist. If you have free thought, you're a fucking terrorist. Mm -hmm. Accountability. That's what it boils back to. Accountability. You start holding people accountable and you watch how fast the thought process changes. Yep. The reason that nobody in power is stopping this train is because they haven't been motivated to yet. Yeah, we're still waiting for Hillary's emails, Obama's birth certificate. Their accountability was flushed a long time ago. They've been you know, training us well. That's it. They've been indoctrinating and propagandizing prophesizing everything. There's nowhere you can run anymore to escape politics, ladies and gentlemen. You can't turn on that baseball game and drink a beer. You can't watch the Olympics and smoke a joint. No, and when America goes down, there's nowhere to run. That's right. There's no planes to cling to. America falls. <laughs> it affects the world. I'm watching the. I'm looking at pictures of this CNN reporter. You know the one that says, "Oh, they're you know they're chanting death to America, but they're mostly peaceful." The day oh, before yeah. they took Cabal, she's in like a white shirt with like a scarf around her neck. She looks like an American reporter. The next day, when they took the Capitol, guess what she's wearing to avoid getting her ass killed. Oh, imagine that. Hmm. Imagine that. That quickly, how fast it changed. Isn't the power of force amazing? I hope good people remember that power real soon. Because the bad people, they never forgot it. As a matter of fact, they've been grinding that axe for quite some time out there in the deep, dark woods. Force is kind of nasty. But I'll tell you what, there's a reason they want to use it, and it's because it's goddamn effective. They found that out in Nazi Germany. They found that out in Rome. They found that out the Mayan Empire. Force is a nasty beast to be reckoned with. And sometimes that beast is going to wake up. But whose side that beast is going to be on? Well, 
Round and round and round it goes. Where it lands, no one knows. So we're coming up to the end of the show, so I'm going to tell us about some of our friends here on Podbean real fast, and then we'll kind of start to wrap up the show. So here's the show plugs, ladies and gentlemen. If you get up early like me sometimes, and, oh, God, your brain's having trouble firing up. You need that spark of coffee in your day. Well, while you're brewing it up, go on over and check the Ralph Williams show. He's an early riser, and I'll tell you what, I don't know how he gets his brain firing on all those cylinders so early in the morning, but he does it nonetheless. Intriguing conversation. It's a great time with great positive vibrations. Go check out my friend over at the Ralph Williams show. If you're still around and you're looking for a wholesome show, maybe to sit down, finish your cup of joe while your kids slap the fucking Cheerios all over their bowl and make a mess for you to clean up in 15 minutes and you're getting a little irritated and you need to laugh so you don't kill one of your children, go look at the the, the old man show with Dina, Joe, and Eric. Good wholesome time. They'll give you a giggle. Your kids can listen with you, and it'll make you remember what loving your family is all about. (laughs) (laughs) Your plugs are so awesome. It almost makes me want to have a show just to hear your plug. (laughs) (laughs) Now, if we're not at the campfire and you're looking for some news and some politics and you're all fired up and you're looking for somewhere to go, Go check out our friend over at the Real Patriot Voice. He's got a smooth, secular voice. And he needs to have one. That way you don't feel near as mad when he's telling you about Uncle Sam slapping you with his dick. Because I'll tell you what, I don't know about you, but I get a little pissed off when a red, white, and blue's dick slapping on me. Not appreciated a bit. And Real Patriots, he's not afraid to say no to sexual assault. So if you want some news, you go on over there and check out Real Patriots. We have another patriotic friend named Slightly Serious. His show comes on once a week. It's a great show. Go check him out. Give him a follow. He's a real laid-back guy. He's open to, to debates. He loves having them. And he's a little less aggressive than I am. So if Dark Bear's a little too, if listen, if my teeth turn you off, go check out Real Patriots. Are slightly serious. Now, don't get me wrong. They have teeth, too. They're just not quite as sharp as mine. <laughs> now, if you're looking for a laugh, you're feeling a little down, go check out our buddies over at the Beans and Weenie Show. There's some nuts, I'll tell you what, but they will get you laughing. <laughs> All right? And, ladies and gentlemen, this, let me tell you, it only happens once a week. Once a week out here in the dark woods, if you look real hard, you'll find a club that will pop up out of the smoke and shadows. A door will form in front of you. Look for the duck. He's always there. You'll be able to know if it's the right door because you'll hear it. And then when it opens, the fog will roll out, the lights will shine upon your eyes, the crowd will cheer how much they love you, and as you enter the room, your ears will scream in joy. Come check out Chris Unplugged, where we unwind at the end of the week, and it's a great time. Nothing but good vibes and no drama. Trust me, he's got great security guards. They are... You know, last week, 
They lifted my spear off of me, Center. No joke. I came in. Mr. A patted me down. He said, what's this? I said, that's my spear. I'm not happy to see you. Hey, give it up. <laughs> Come on. I said, I can't believe you touched me like that, Mr. A. He said, I'll tell you what. You ain't coming in this club with that spear, Dark Bear. God damn it. I took it out. He said, the other side, too. I said, nah, that one's my dick. He said, you get in there and party. Have a great time. <laughs> So if you're looking for a good time on a Friday night, go check out Chris and Blood. We have he he does a motivational speech before the show, pick you up, get you pumped, make you remember, hey, you're worth something to somebody, even if it's just a smile. So I think I've covered everyone. I don't have my paper in front of me, so if I forgot anyone today, I deeply apologize. Send me some hate mail so I'll remember next time. I'll love you for it. <laughs> so we've got about four minutes till show wrap up. Boy, the the dark woods has been doing pretty good here lately. I've been enjoying it. Thanks everybody for the love and the conversation. I mean, <laughs> you can great you can show, Dark Oh, thank you, thank you for joining us, Infinite End Center, Real Patriot. Thank you for joining. Always an absolute pleasure. For a long time, we tried not to pick sides, and we tried to be patient with people and explain our point of view. But now it's coming down to the point, either you're stupid or you're not. Either you're a communist piece of shit or you're not. Either you're a productive member of society or you're not. The niceties of things are about to go away. See, this whole thing that everybody thought was, was the ugly part. Baby, this is just foreplay. A little fellatio before we get down to the real dick slapping of the matter. Been uncomfortable for the last ten years? Well, buckle up, buttercup. <laughs> You're about to learn what real uncomfortability looks like. Because if something's not done and these people remain in power, well, they're telling you what their plans are, point blank, right to your face through their mouthpieces of the news networks. You're going to get that vaccine. You're going to stay home when they tell you to. You're going to worship the God that they allow. Well, then they can already kiss my ass because I'm already an introvert and I want to go outside. Too fucking peoply out there. Too peoply out there. Oh, crazy! Oh, Crazy Town has a good point. Uh, if you'd like to send Dark Bear hate mail, you can reach me on Instagram at the Dark Bear Forty Four or on Discord in the Dark Woods. But I would prefer Instagram because if you send me hate mail in Discord, well, you know, some of those shadows they get hungry from time to time. I'm good at controlling them, but I mean, I'm only just one demonic bear. How much of the shadows can I really control in the dark woods? Send hate mail to Ligma Survivor. You, I need to, I need to make an account just for hate mail, like I have on my PlayStation, man. 
If you'd like to send Dark Bear hate mail because you're an ignorant piece of garbage, reach me at www.fuckyourself at gmail.com. <laughs> I need to make that account. Wouldn't that be perfect? Catch me at ligmaballs.com forward slash fuck you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we got about 60 seconds before it cuts us off forcefully. So, Center, thanks for joining me today, sir. We'll be back tomorrow. Infinitin, it's always a pleasure. And Real Patriot's voice, thanks for the input, sir. I always love having you up here on the panel. I wish you'd talk up more, though. Maybe. I'm going to restart. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like the campfire is burning a bit low. And you know what? That's all right, because there's hunting to be done. Me and Senna will be back tomorrow. But remember, while we're hunting, the campfire burns low and the light is dim. Be careful around camp and help people find camp. Because the monsters are coming. And they're using the dark to hide. <laughs> <laughs>